Welcome to the Conic Blueprint, where we talk about topics in the recruiting and staffing industry with the end goal to help improve people's lives. I'm Jen Fitzke with my co-host, Tom Gettle. This podcast is brought to you by Conic, a technical recruiting company focusing on architecture, engineering, and manufacturing positions in the Midwest. Find out more at conicnetwork.com. Welcome everyone to the Conic Blueprint LinkedIn Live event. Are layoff headlines creating some anxiety about your career? And are you wondering what actions you can take to ensure you grow your career in 2023, no matter what may come? We hope to help with these questions today and give you insights that'll pay off over time. Our discussion, Career Strategies for Uncertain Times, presented by Conic Part 2, will be recast on the Conic Blueprint podcast, episode 26. So catch us on your favorite podcast um, distribution apps. I'm Jen Fitzke, recruiting lead with my co-host and Conic president, Tom Gettle. Welcome, Tom. Yes, thank you, Jen. Welcome, everyone, and happy holidays. We're uh, recording in December, and uh, in true Minnesota fashion, there was a light snow this morning and uh, made made for a, a beautiful time to be inside uh, looking out. <laughs> it's awesome. So happy holidays. I hope everyone is, is uh, safe and healthy and uh, enjoying some time with uh, family and friends during this season. I'm really excited to be here today with Jen, and uh, we want to discuss some topics that, that we think are timely and helpful to our audience. Uh, at any time, if you have a question, just drop them in the chat feature on LinkedIn Live, and we'll get them answered as quickly as we can here today. Uh, if there are some left over, we'll definitely post them in chat. We'll post the answers in chat afterwards, so you, you all have uh, access to our feedback around the question. So our overall goal here and for our company at Conic is to, to positively impact people's lives and their careers. So we're hopeful and we're excited that we uh, get to help out a little bit uh, with that today. Today we'll discuss strategic and tactical ideas to help you thrive in any job market. So much of what happens in the months ahead is going to be beyond our control. The economy, overall economy, how things going nationally and locally, uh, interest rates, inflation, just to name a few of the things that are happening outside of our control. Yet we can also do many things to advance our careers, to avoid layoffs, to promote yourself during external adversity. So we're excited to dive into this. Jen, uh, before we get to that, I'd love to ask you how you're seeing the job market this month. Uh, we talked a little bit about that uh, last month in, in part one, but uh, any highlights uh, in the, the job market? And also just curious, any examples of uh, open positions you're recruiting uh, to, to give a sampling for, for the viewers? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Tom. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I was on the Minnesota's uh, economic development website today because I wanted to see what the unemployment rates were throughout the state because while we're at 3.7% nationally, the state is at 2.1%, and that's for our state of Minnesota where we're recording today. And then when you get into the metro areas, and this was almost true statewide, the major cities of all the major counties were all under 2%. So to give you an example of the seven county metro area, our county where we're sitting right now is Hennepin County. For those of you not in our local area, that's where Minneapolis is. So we're at 1.8%. Ramsey County, where St. Paul is, is at 1.6%. 
And then when we go out uh, beyond those, we've got Scott and Wright County at 1.5 and Carver County at 1.4. So what that tells us is that the, there are jobs out there for people who are looking for positions. The balance is finding the right job for our education, our skills, our experience, um, mm -hmm. but they are there. There are more people yeah. working right now, or there's jobs available. There's more jobs and uh, people right now. Yeah, I think the number that I'm still hearing is is two to one, right? Two for two to one. Two open positions for every one job market in, in Minnesota. We're not seeing that number change, right? Right. Yep. Not anytime soon. Yeah. Not anytime soon. So, as far as the job market and the job opportunities. Uh, I was reading an article yesterday, I think it was published on LinkedIn. I mean, everything's published on LinkedIn now, right? And they were talking about if, if you're struggling finding a position, and I always think about my engineers that I work with that um, get very specific in, in their expertise, their subject matter experts, you know, and maybe they're looking for something else or they're, for whatever reason, need to find something else. This article was talking about, you know, Companies now are looking at candidates more as generalists versus mm -hmm. specialists. Now that might be easier in some industries than others, and I recognize that. But if that's the direction that you want to go as a candidate, take a look at your um, at, at your experience. And you also need. We can get into this later, but then it gets into resume writing, which is a passion of mine, and having a specific resume for for specific positions, um, but we can talk more about that later. Positions to highlight, there is a lot going on here at Connick right now. We've got uh, an applications engineering position for a company that's looking for somebody with um, capital equipment background, capital equipment sales background. Um, it is an applications position, so you're not out there knocking on doors as a sales engineer. And then medical is always hot. We're in Medical Alley. We're working with uh, companies that are looking for quality managers, quality system managers. Did you need to have the ISO 1345 auditing experience? Uh, and then a senior manufacturing engineer with experience with plastic injection molding and validation of their equipment. And then uh, energy engineers, uh, energy analysts. Uh, I need somebody to do energy modeling and hopefully that this company wants them to have worked at a consulting company or an a and &E company doing HVAC engineering. So they have that business or the building experience in addition to the energy modeling experience. So there's, oh, and then the HVAC and, and electrical, the building systems uh, folks for electrical engineering, electrical design, HVAC engineering and design, that's always hot in our market. So a lot going on. You asked for a couple and I gave you yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's 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 interesting that you're finding the building engineering sector still very busy with interest rates rising and residential home sales seem to be. It slowing. is. On the commercial it, it, side, it, you're still seeing. Yeah, it um, maybe our smaller clients are a little bit more impacted by their clients putting their projects on hold, but. Um, some of the other companies that have a wider variety of projects, specifically medical, uh, those okay. are still doing very well. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting overall, you, we're definitely 
seeing more and more headlines about large technology companies in the east and west coast laying off thousands of people right and locally locally we're not we're not seeing that we we may not see that we may we may i feel i feel and and some data would back this up that the the job market is growing slower right? right it's it's we're not going 200 miles an hour anymore we're maybe going 150s right still very yeah. fast we're very busy yeah but not as wild i think as the, the last two years have been right and i i want to be careful i don't want to say that there are no layoffs happening in town because of mm -hmm. course there are three sure. i just did one yep. um, and i think when we're talking about we're saying well we're not seeing them we're not seeing them in the volume that we've seen them in the past um i have talk to candidates in past years and we kind of brace ourselves for the for the holiday season and the end of the year for those companies that those fiscal years are in line with the calendar year there's a brace at thanksgiving and there's another mm -hmm. brace at christmas because those are typically unfortunately big layoff times is in the end of november and the end of december right. i didn't see a lot of that this year across the board in any of our industries you know i've talked a lot on our podcast about i'm in engineering but colleen in architecture um, our construction side for so all aec is still pretty strong in our markets mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right what are you seeing from the the pace of decisions being made on the company side during the hiring process because in years quarters past years past like Companies are, had, I, I feel, gotten much better at deciding quickly or more quickly. Like, mm -hmm. of course, they 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 want and need to to interview more yeah. than one candidate. But I felt in quarters past, it was okay. We've wrapped up our interviews. Now let's decide today mm -hmm. what the next step is. How, are you seeing that pace changing, Jen? I saw, yes, that's a great question. That's been a frustration recently. They've slowed <laughs> down again. Um, I can think of my last three hires, the decision came much more slowly than we all okay. anticipated mm -hmm. and, having, and had to keep those candidates engaged. Um, yeah, one started in July. <laughs> wow. Started the conversation and the interview process in July. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the other one, um, the, the offer letter just came. I mean, we knew that our candidate was the candidate and mm -hmm. So we were able to keep that candidate engaged, but that offer came probably three business days after we were told that, that the offer letter was coming. Um, so it, it just couldn't be finalized. It wasn't formal. And yeah. us as recruiters, we want everything in paper. We want it and our candidates want it in writing. I'm more I'm more comfortable with the verbal, but we, you know, we need it in writing, which I understand. So sure. Right, but right. then you know, I think yeah. about Andrea, and I'm thinking about one of her clients, and she <laughs> she had somebody. She got the order on a Thursday. The guy interviewed on a Friday. I might have these dates wrong, but anyway, he's from order to start date. It was, it's a week, so that one went really, really quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it does still ha happens quickly, but you're also seeing a lot yeah. of companies taking their time a little more. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I think it's a, it's a, it, for them, for those companies that, you know, maybe they had 
two or three of the same position open this year, but now they're down to their last one. So they want to make sure that it's the right person for that last opening. And I understand that too, but I think there's probably a little bit of that going on too. Right. Yeah. And we are right in the middle of budget time and yep. perhaps because of the headlines, companies are taking a little bit closer look at their budgets for next year. And that might be having an impact on who they offer for the rest of this month. Cause that of course impacts the budget. So like, while well, we, we want to get the budget set, take more time on our budget now before we pull the trigger and, and have a, have a cost next, next year. Well, and that's a really good point because this one that, um, and I didn't tell the story, I won't tell the whole story, but that one that started in July, that mm -hmm. is exactly why it took so long because okay. we had, um, our candidate was more senior in pay mm -hmm. than what the job was approved at on the company side. So it took a while to get the approval, but they fought for him. The hiring manager fought for him and um, a VP happened to fly in. So they put it in front of him and he approved it. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, budgets are definitely top of mind. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you, Tom, what advice do you give technical professionals who might be thinking about changing jobs, but they're nervous about it, given these headlines? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's a great, great question. And I'm sure many people people have. It's they, There's always a hundred reasons why someone would look for a new position, and, and those positions don't necessarily change with the economic time, many of the reasons. Um, but I think now an added nuance is, okay, I've been, I watch the news periodically and I hear headlines that see headlines that companies are laying off and you, you hear the big names that the Tesla's of the world, the, the financial institutions that are laying off and just give, I think it gives people pause and that that's a great, um, great thing to ponder for, for professionals is, is on the, on the one hand, companies are very busy and their current company is busy and they know that their industry is busy, but there's this little, um, little bit of anxiety. It's like, well, what if, what if, and that, and that, um, that's a good, it's a good thing for people to, um, reflect on that and, and really be, uh, thoughtful with, with their career path and, and, and next steps. Um, so overall there's, there's uh, a few things that I think people should, um, uh, be well advised to take take into consideration is just really thinking about a any type of job change. It is a major career event, and just be mindful of that. Of course, it's not a compulsive decision like uh, something that you should make in in one day. It's something that someone should be mindful um, when they're changing companies. Uh, it's a major life change, just along with moving to a new state or getting married, buying a home, it's, it's a big deal. And, uh, people should, um, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't take it lightly. Um, another, um, aspect of it is, is to be patient. There's yeah. many, many times, not always, but many times there's, there's doesn't always need to be a, a super high sense of urgency to change jobs. It can be more of a really a strategic career decision and to, to think through it and, um, go through the process as a, as a strategic decision. And with that, you want to be patient. It's okay to take some time to really think about changing jobs and why you should change jobs. And we spent a lot of time on that in our last podcast around, around what to consider, um, around the strategy, but, but it's okay, um, to take the time and research, research your 
current company, you know, understand where the company is going, understand the trends and research your own industry. What's kind of what's what's happening? What is the trend? And from the broader picture, the engineering field in general, the manufacturing engineer, engineering field or the construction field and kind of what's what's happening in terms of trends where what niche within your area of expertise is is growing and which which ones align with your passions and with your with your excitement level about about your career what what area of those niches and and those those areas of your expertise really gets you excited and then are those growing do do you see long-term growth in those areas is it generally a busy sector is it recession proof medical device we always bring up um many areas of the construction housing sector is actually quite busy regardless of the rising interest rates. So definitely um, be patient. And, and on top of that, you know, do your research um, with any major life uh, event. It's just really important to gather as much information as you can before you commit. And I think doing that uh, definitely will be, would be time well spent. And to do your research, really just gather as much information as you can about the industry through your personal network, simply meeting and talking and um, being on webinars, just, um, uh, subscribing to online newsletters and, and print uh, that just really gives you good insight um, in general, as well as real-time uh, information about what's going, what's going on within your particular market that you're in or one that you're interested in, in pursuing. And lastly, it's, it's my last point would be just many times with small life events and big ones, you kind of have to take a risk. Anytime you start a new role, whether the economy is, rapidly growing or it's flat or it's declining no matter when you decide to move it's going to be a risk even even internally if you if you um apply internally for a promotion it it, it's your current company there's a bit of a risk it's a new responsibility maybe a new leader maybe a new um new teammates uh new customers that you'll interface with so that same kind of same process let's take the time and do uh do some really good research and I, I believe once you reflect on that, on, on why you're looking, um, researching the industry and, and the company, um, after you do that, I think people will just be much more at peace in terms of uh, moving forward in their search. And that, that's, that's um, in general what I would say that the overall thought process that, that people uh, could go through. I agree with all of that. The only things I have to add are just granular um, I've talked to some people recently who it's a very, it's, they're looking because of an emotion, something mm-hmm. happened yeah. at work, an event with a coworker, an event with a manager. Yeah. And those are the, those are the, the times where, you know, you, I, it just encourages people to, okay, like you said, go back and reflect why you're really looking for a position. You know, maybe, maybe that solved with a conversation with somebody or multiple conversations or maybe mediation, you never know, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely reflecting on why you really want to leave. Yeah. Whether it's to grow your career or get out of a situation and you might not be able to change the situation. Maybe it is better to growth opportunities. There's just so many reasons. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely, it's definitely prudent to take the time and as much as you can, understand what's happening and and then you make a more you make a more informed decision and and uh, it'll it'll turn out better in the long run once you won't take that time right completely agree yeah 
Well, I'd love to ask you, Jen, um, uh, talk a little bit about uh, pay and, and comp compensation and similar idea, but um, uh, also uh, uh, when people are thinking about end of the year, annual reviews come up and whether uh, salary um, discussion happens in, in that meeting or if it's a separate meeting, um, employees may be feeling the same ways in that uh, between annual increases and, and merit increases, um, people, uh, of course, they, they should and they should think about it and, and talk with their leader about um, salary and pay increases. At the same time, perhaps they're hesitant uh, about that mm -hmm. given the headlines and, and the, the market that may change in the next year. Um, what are your thoughts, Jen? Like how, how does one request a pay increase if they're worried about potential layoffs or they're, they're having anxiety around that? Yep, it's a great question. And I, I love this question because sometimes people will have the idea, well, I deserve it. Well, of course, that's wonderful. What is, what did you do? How did you deserve it? You know, I encourage a lot of people to throughout the year when projects are wrapped up, track them, you know, make sure that you can go into that meeting and you can say, I've done this, 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 and this for the company, whether you've increased the bottom line, whether you saved the money, whatever it was, have a list of your achievements ready and how they impacted the company. Cause it's all about dollars at the end of the day. Um, Mm -hmm. And so have that ready to go so you, you can turn that in and you can justify the ask. Absolutely. Because um, for people who just go in and say, well, I, I deserve it. I've been here for, for 10 years and, you know, I contribute a lot to the team. And if that's all that you're coming into the meeting with, that's not very effective. Yeah. Yeah. And one, one tool that, that might help is um, if, a, if a, a person takes a look at the job description that they originally started in mm -hmm. and maybe that was two, three years ago. And let's say they haven't had a, um, a significant pay increase or promotion that then, then usually comes along with that. Right. If, if they look at their job description and say, yeah, this is my job description and, and happy to do this and, and happy to help out in any other ways. It, is there something significant, um, an added value, increased responsibility, um, a duty that requires a higher level of skill um, that would warrant that, and, and and taking some time to review the the job description that they started with in that if they're currently right. in that role, think about where are they adding value to the company in, in terms of a higher skilled duty, high, okay. higher skilled output, or they're, maybe they're taking on new reports, maybe they're working on much more advanced uh, engineering projects than what the job description called for, that would be good information for the manager to know to, to kind of understand uh, the perspective and, and the, the reasons for the, for the increase. Absolutely. How have you broadened your position since you started? A lot of, uh, some managers might not know. They just frankly might not know. They might not be in the same building as you. They might not be in the same yeah. state as you. Absolutely. There might be an interim person in between you and them. They just might not know. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, definitely. How have you grown the position since you were first hired? How have you grown it in the last year? Yeah. It's a really great point too. Yeah. Yeah. And then a point of um, a data point that I would just 
uh, suggest, and everyone can kind of do their own research on this, but in, in general, in most years, the average salary increase has typically been around 3%. Now, the last couple of years, I've seen that upward to four to five, uh, given inflation and competition for talent. Um, so that's that's sort of a starting point. And that doesn't, I'm not suggesting that's all you should ask for. Uh, I think you can, it wouldn't be too hard to figure out, well, you know, so-and-so down the street or, or the, the Midwest salary for this role average is this, and I'm, I'm here, you'd easily find other data to uh, add to that. But from what I've seen, and Jen, I'd love to get your thoughts on this, is, is over the last many years, maybe before 2020, I would say, um, it was typical 3% right. increase. Um, but now, no, I'm, I'm seeing and hearing closer to five or perhaps six. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I read an article, another article preparing for today that suggested even higher than that. It was around seven. And I mm-hmm. think that's because there's had to be a lot of adjustment this year. The great resignation right. for salaries higher. Yeah. Um, there is a stat out there that says that if you change jobs, you could get upwards of a 15% pay increase. Mm-hmm. However, if that's the only reason that you're looking for a position, you are not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you leave, if you get that, I've seen people, the first offer they get that's that high, they'll jump and then they'll call me and say, oh, that was a mistake. I shouldn't have done yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll force a counter offer. That's the other thing we've talked about a lot this year because it's happened to a lot of a lot of companies um, that have made counter offers to their employees, valued employees that are leaving. But and that I know I've known companies. I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular that they finally they were losing so many people that they gave everybody an adjustment and probably rightly so it was probably yeah. long overdue sure but um yeah don't, i just oh don't force your manager's hand that way go talk to them ahead of time before you even start looking right know where you are and also what i would say too is yeah there's it's upwards of 15 percent, but that's one it's not a guarantee and two if you're going to stay at your current company, you want to raise, don't go in and ask for a 15% raise. There's going to be compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you're not guaranteed the 15% raise if you leave. So two, um, you can go in and, you know, talk about where the market is and, you know, talk about, you you know, realistically, companies only have so much revenue. And I think that's mm-hmm. the other thing that people forget is if you're working for a smaller company, They've got a smaller pool of revenue to pull from than other companies do, but every company has a certain percentage that they dedicate to their revenue. So you have to be realistic about the cost that you're asking them to spend on you. Mm -hmm. And that gets a little more into the weeds too, but we forget that because we think we deserve it. Well, that's great. And you probably do if X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I have so many thoughts about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so let's let's assume someone goes through their thought process and they decide, okay, actually, I want to stay. Um, I want to yeah. stay with my current company. Um, and, and at the same time, they, they also want to advance their career internally. 
Uh, is there anything, uh, ideas or action items that anyone can take to help their career and mm -hmm. develop within their own company? A lot, actually. One of the things that I would say is think about the track that you want to be on. We talked about this in our last one. Do you want to be the technical subject matter expert? Do you want to get into project management? Do you want to get into leadership? And find somebody at the company who's leveled up, who's doing that, uh, and develop a relationship with that person if you haven't already. You know, network inside your own company. Mm -hmm. um, and Not just with one person, but with multiple people. Talk to people in various sectors of the company. Find out what they do. Take them to lunch. Buy them a coffee. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and just if you haven't made those connections already, start making them. Yeah. And just remember, you're asking them for something. They will eventually ask you for something or you can offer help in a certain area. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. If there are projects going on in the company that you want to be a part of, do not wait to be asked to be a part of that project. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand, volunteer, go talk to whoever you need to talk to, whether it's the project leader or your leader. There's various cultures at companies and ways that you have to approach people. And I understand that too, but don't wait, don't sit back. Um, mm -hmm. You will get passed by. Uh, take advantage of class offerings. Are, do your, does your company do lunch and learns? Do they encourage webinars? Do they have tuition reimbursement? Uh, if there's a class that you can take to increase your skills. You know, if you're in accounting and you need stronger Excel skills or Quicken or whatever the software mm -hmm. is or the HRIS yep. system, whatever it is, yep. go take classes in that and don't wait to be asked to do it. Yeah. The proactive people are the ones that are going to advance their careers. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to pay off in, internally. And whenever the time comes that they want to look externally, it's another bullet point or several bullet points on, on the resume that, that helps like every company needs more people with, with more technical knowledge. If, if you're a mechanical engineer, if you want to learn how to code and help out the electrical group, uh, even, even just to understand it more is going to be going to be huge. And every company would, would have a initiative for the year, usually several initiatives for the year uh, that are maybe outside of someone's core function, um, mm -hmm. raising your hand or asking more about it, asking to be included in that. Uh, all the better. Mm -hmm. I have light, I have motion sensitive lights. Apparently, not, not using enough body language, so the lights went off in here. Yeah. Mine on. Yeah. There's uh, other things too. I mean, if your company is big enough and they've got a um, a newsletter, you know, offer, you know, send whoever publishes it. Hey, this is what's yeah. going on in our department. This is what's going on with our projects. Of course, mm -hmm. your name will be a part of that because again, you're raising your hand and you're putting that forward. Um, just keeping keeping yourself visible in whatever way that you can. Yeah. Um, and then when the time comes and the promotion is available or you're applying internally for another position, you now have those connections made. And mm -hmm. people know, one, they obviously, they know who you are, they know what you can contribute, they know what your attitude is, they know that you are invested in the success of the company, you're invested in the success of the team. All of that is so important. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. The more you can help 
your leader, help the management and executive team push the strategic initiatives of the company forward. It isn't, it isn't a question like they're going to remember that. It's, wow, this person is a great asset to the company. They're helping our growth uh, yeah. front forward. They're not yes. just out for themselves. And no one's like just out for themselves. Everybody um, want, wants their company to do the best. But if you're able to put in extra time or extra effort, offer your yeah. expertise to help push the vision and the mission of the company forward, I think it just, it just builds up that um, credibility, that relationship with executives, with the company in general, mm -hmm. uh, I think it goes, goes a long way. I think your, your thoughts are, are awesome on that. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you're about to wrap up. So if there are any last minute questions, uh, put them in the chat and we'll definitely take some time to answer them here. Otherwise we'll respond to your chat um on linkedin and you'll see them there so feel free to do that either way um otherwise jen i think we'll start to wrap up if you're good with that absolutely thanks everybody for joining us today these are always fun discussions i tend to get a little wordy and passionate about it but That's if awesome. you want to talk offline about anything feel free to connect with me i'm at jen at connectnetwork.com fantastic Thank you everyone for joining us live today. This will also be on the podcast, the Conic Blueprint podcast, which will be on your favorite player. So check that out. Uh, stay tuned uh, on LinkedIn for part three of this series, which is coming up on January the 11th, the third and final part uh, uh, at uh, noon central time. And then again, follow the Conic Blueprint podcast where we have uh, 26 episodes now um so um, this will be added to that uh, check out connectnetwork.com for the latest job openings and uh, also uh, see our career insights blog for more information on these topics so until then we'll see you next time see you next time thanks for joining this episode of the conic blueprint brought to you by conic a recruiting company focused on architecture engineering and manufacturing in the midwest Find out more at connectnetwork.com and follow us on LinkedIn. Also, follow this podcast for the latest episodes. We're excited to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next time on the Conic Blueprint Podcast.